Today is the 5th of August 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. Thank you to everyone who day in, day out continues to listen and pray and read scripture with us as we basically join in with a regular rhythm of worship together. It really does make a difference to my day producing these and these essentially has become my quiet times. But I do appreciate there are people out there who get so much out of this as well. So thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your information. Thanks for letting us know what walking the way means to you. And by the way, if you want to let us know, please feel free. All the details on how to contact us are in the show notes below. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. Before we start, if you would like to have a physical copy of the script in your hand, or at least on your screen, then you can click the download the script button and you'll get a PDF of today's episode. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray this morning, shall we? Let's still our hearts before God. Loving God, it's all in the touch. The touch of love, the touch of healing, the touch of compassion, the touch of reassurance. The touch that says you are special, wanted, held in high regard. It's all in that touch, that very special touch. The touch that you give through us to those who reach out to those in need. To those who need to know. So Lord, help us to be channels of your touch today in this dark world, to bring your love, healing, compassion and reassurance to a world that knows none of these. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amos 5, verse 4 and 5. For thus says the Lord to the house of Israel, Seek me and live. But do not seek Bethel, and do not enter into Gilgal. The perennial question in church, and certainly amongst Christian circles, is what is the church? And so the discussion will range from the church being the bride of Christ, through to the church being the people of God, rather than the building. And that's been quite a big theme about what is church while we've been in lockdown. And yet, as much as we like to think that the church is the people of God, we invest so heavily in our church buildings. Don't get me wrong, we have some amazing buildings. But so much of what we call Christianity has evolved around and because of those places of worship that we call churches or chapels or cathedrals or whatever, that for so many people, who are not Christians, when they think about Christianity, they see church and they see rites of passage. They don't see the relationship. You know, the places that Amos mentions in today's verses were some of the holiest places of Israel. Gilgal, Bethel. Later on in the verse, which we haven't got, it talks about Beersheba. And yet God is telling Amos' readers that their life they seek 
is in God, not in those holy places. Please don't get me wrong. Churches and places of worship are important, but we can worship God anyway. But when our desire to see holy places outweighs our desire to see God, then we have a problem. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we begin the second letter to the Corinthians. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Loving Father, help us to see ourselves reflected in scripture. Help us to see what you would have us know. Open our eyes and use scripture as the tool that it's meant to be, Lord, to cut down between bone and sinew, spirit and soul. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we begin Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, let's just put some put it into context and put some background to it and give us a couple of facts. This is, in fact, Paul's fourth letter to the Corinthians. We've managed to lose two along the way. It was written around 56 BC, and for Paul, this is an intensely personal letter because it is written to, come to, to counter some of the false teaching that was beginning to come to the fore in the Christian church. Now, 
false teaching in the church is going to be a theme that we see again and again and again throughout Scripture. To pick it up this early means it is becoming an issue. And what was happening in the Corinthian church is that there were some new false teachers who were essentially Judaizers. And they were attempting to sideline what Paul was doing in the church of Corinth by changing the gospel to a more legalistic framework. And so, essentially, by changing the gospel, they're trying to sideline Paul. And Paul is being forced to defend his ministry and what he has done. And so, in the process, Paul fills out some of the more biographical details not read anywhere else. As I said, it is a very intensely personal letter. It is full of pain. And actually, in places, it's not a comfortable read. But let's begin 2 Corinthians, shall we? Our Bible passages this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version. And today we're reading 2 Corinthians, chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth, including all the saints throughout Achaia. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all consolation, who consoles us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to console those who are in any affliction with the consolation with which we ourselves are consoled by God. For just as the sufferings of Christ are abundant for us, so also our consolation is abundant through Christ. If we are being afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation. If we are being consoled, it is for your consolation, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we are also suffering. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our consolation. We do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of the affliction we experienced in Asia, for we were so utterly unbearably crushed that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, so we would rely not on ourselves but on God who raises the dead. He who rescues us from so deadly a peril will continue to rescue us. On him we have set our hope that he will rescue us again as you also join in helping us by your prayers, so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. Indeed, this is our boast, the testimony of our conscience. We have behaved in the world with frankness and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom but by the grace of God, and all the more towards you. For we write you nothing other than what you can read and also understand. I hope you will understand until the end, as you have already understood us in part, that on the day of the Lord Jesus we are your boast even as you are our boast. Since I was sure of this, I wanted to come to you first that you might have a double favor. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia, and then come back to you from Macedonia, and have you send me on to Judea. Was I vacillating when I wanted to do this? Do I make my plans according to ordinary human standards? ready to say yes, yes, and no, no at the same time? As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, 
but in him it is always yes. For in him every one of God's promises is a yes. For this reason, it is through him that we say the Amen to the glory of God. But it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us, by putting his seal on us, and giving us his Spirit in our hearts as a first instalment. But I call on God as witness against me. It was to spare you that I did not come again to Corinth. I did not mean to imply that we lord it over your faith. Rather, we are workers with you for your joy, because you stand firm in the faith. We're going to have our second piece of music to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that maybe have caught our attention, and after the music we're going to pray. We are in the presence of God, so let's pray, shall we? Father God, we build great monuments to you, and yet you tell us that you are in each one of us. Wonderful architecture of stone and metal that speak of your glory. And yet, Lord, you're found in the shanty towns and under the bridges of those who would never set foot in our wonderful places of worship. Father, forgive us when we go to places that are holy, forgetting that everywhere is holy because, Lord Jesus, you made it holy when you offered your life for ours and your creation. Lord, give us the courage to leave our place of worship and serve in the slums and the brothels because, Lord Jesus, that's where you would be. Release us 
from our self-made gilded cages, to see your face in the beauty outside our walls. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us, now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.